0: Hey, what's up, everyone? My name is J.R. Robinson. And I want to welcome you back to my podcast where he speaks erotica from a man's perspective. As always, I'd like to say thank you to uh, my listeners. Thank you for the supporters. And thank you for uh, just just uh, fucking with me. I greatly appreciate it. Um, I did have one donation last week and uh, that meant a lot. So thank you. You know who you are, greatly appreciate that. Um, Tonight's topic is G-Spot, hitting it every time. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do my disclaimer, and then we'll go ahead and get into the the conversation. The content displayed on this podcast is the intellectual property of when he speaks Erotica. You may not reuse, republish, or reprint such content without, excuse me, such content without our written consent. All information provided is merely for entertainment purposes, it is not intended as a substitute for professional advice. Should you decide to act upon any information on this web, I mean, on this podcast, you do so at your own risk. While the information on this podcast has been verified to the best of our ability, we cannot guarantee that there are no mistakes or errors. Once again, tonight's podcast is G-Spot. Hitting it every time. So please, sit back, relax. Let me talk to you. All right, the G-Spot. Giving your partner okay when when a man gives his partner the g-spot orgasm it's normally normally it comes from uh, penis penetration penetration and some you know some people may ask why you know just the dick why can't it be the mouth or the finger well with the penis there's a force it comes behind it and when you have that force and it hits the spot that it needs to hit the g-spot then it's going to add more of a stimulation compared to a finger which is not that strong and powerful and a tongue which may which will definitely get tired after a while so with the the male organ it's going to do the job. That's if the male can find the spot. One thing about the G spot is it's been considered the Holy grail of women's pleasure. Some people say it don't exist. Um, My experience, um, I've seen it happen a few times. And, uh, I'm not an expert on the G spot, but from what I've seen and from what I've heard from a couple of trusted, um, <laughs> trusted friends, associates, the G spot is real. Both men and women have uh, definitely um, indicated that, uh, especially women, they have indicated that the G spot is real. You know there's no shortage of publications and guides on uh, how to stimulate the, the g-spot you know but like i said before everybody has this notion that the finger and the tongue can help a woman achieve uh, an orgasm and and it might can't you know what i'm saying um i have Seen it happen with the tongue, you know. Um, but as far as true satisfaction—I mean, that pure uh, lust, that 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 feeling like you're about to fall off a cliff. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm. I'm speaking from what I've seen with uh, women. The, the the G spot is is definitely real. It's it's one of those things where it exists, and if you and as a man, and and maybe a woman, there may be a woman who who got skills, you know, with um, with being able to perform oral sex, and Mike and you know every every woman is different. You know what I'm saying everybody's not gonna have now you may have many who may achieve, you know, getting to that place of having their G spot touch, but everybody's different, you know. You may have a woman who can only have the type of orgasm with a woman. I'm not saying it's just a man thing, you know. Um I've heard some women know how to help other women achieve that because a woman knows a woman, you know, so there's many theories, many things to think about. But like I said, everybody's different as far as receiving and giving, you know, what works for me may not work for you in place but I know that uh, it exists, the G-spot definitely. g spot has been named after this German doctor who was a gynecologist, uh, Ernest Grafenberg. And I read an article um, in the Los Angeles Times um, that was written back in 2008. And according to the article, it says, when in 1950, Dr. Grafenberg described finding a surprisingly sensitive spot inside the vagina near the urethra. He made the process seem so foolproof. A medical article detailed his effortless demonstration of existence of this distinct erotogen erotogen zone and not unexpected consequences of stimulating such as uh, in his own patients. Basically what he was saying, anyone with a vagina could have uh, a moment as far as with the G-spot. They can achieve that type of orgasm. And that was Dr. Ernest Grafenberg and that's where the G-spot Gets its name. The location of the G spot is inside the female's vagina, about two inches past the pubic bone at the 12 o'clock position. Now, say if you got a, cus- uh, a couple who are laying face to face, the man should thrust upwards. Now, if you have a woman who has her back to you, then the man should uh, thrust down. I I understand the upward, but the downward, I haven't uh, haven't experienced that, you know, with someone. So I've experienced the upward uh, theory, you know. Once stimulated with the correct pressure, the orgasm is bound to happen. Not every woman can have an orgasm through uh, G-spot stimulation. In fact, according to a survey back in 2018, 300 of 300 women, only half say they believe the G-spot exists. So that's 150 who believe. I think it's a little bit more than that. You know, a lot of people don't like talking about sex You know definitely going that deep as far as uh, the g-spot because that goes under the surface you know having sex is above the surface that's normal everybody talk about that but when you do stuff that people normally don't talk about or that's kind of unusual then you don't hear that much about it you don't have you don't hear that many people who are comfortable having that type of conversation and like I said couple of podcasts before, I mean, sex is just universal, you know, the fact that people are still clamming up to not talk about it is weird, but, I mean, I understand, you know, it, it comes from generations of, I know people do not gonna care for this, but generations of Christianity, um, people thinking of themselves as being pure, you know, and not being taught. And when I mean taught, I'm saying having parents or adults who can sit down and explain certain things when it comes to sex. But I, You know, I think I might have a, a conversation about that for another time, but um, I didn't have it. No one talked to me. It was just something that, you know, I enjoyed and next thing you know if i have, was having a conversation sex was you know part of that conversation not every conversation but i was open to uh talking about my needs and my wants and things that i experienced and listening to other people who had uh, a uh, like mind like my myself you um, know just kind of like you know vibing off of that so that's why when I say that, it's, it's easy for me to talk about I have no issues, you know, and um, that's why I'm doing this. It, it took forever for me to do it, but I enjoy doing it. But anyway, moving on. Um, finding the G-spot. There are several options as far as where the G-spot is located. And it varies from woman to woman. Um, it could be somewhere from the u- urethral opening to the end of the vagina. Um, when getting ready to have sex or, you know, uh, to pleasure yourself or whatever, uh, it's best to use a finger or two, you know, insert it inside, touching the top of the vagina, uh, vaginal walls and what you feel is like a mesh, like a web type substance of muscle tissue. And this web is located uh, in the woman's g-spot. The thing is you have to be careful when you touch it because too much pressure your partner may you know, not feel anything. I'm sorry. Too little pressure. Your partner may feel nothing. Too much. It can be kind of painful for that uh, that person. So you have to find the right way to tap into the G-spot. Okay. Pleasure in the G-spot. Once you locate it, they're like three methods to use when you, when you uh, please your lover. Your first approach is, you're gonna to have to get down there and, and, and perform oral sex. You're gonna to have to go and eat the groceries, you know? Dig up in there. And like I said, you insert the two fingers. You apply firm pressure. Not too rough, but just enough to, for it to be felt. And say after like 20 minutes of this type of oral sex, your partner should experience a steady and strong orgasm. Now, your second method would be intercourse. and a position, would, um, for this would be like uh, the the lady, the woman riding the man. The man he lays on his back, you know, in a still position, does nothing, and He's pretty much at her mercy, you know, where she's on top and she's pressing her G-spot against his dick and grinding, um, pushing herself up against it. And and that is pretty much an orgasm guarantee. Last technique is uh, kneel and heel. And this consists of a woman laying on her back whereas the man standing in front of her. Well, I'm sorry. He's sitting on his thighs in front of her. Then she placed her heels on his chest legs slightly apart and then he penetrates without thrusting. Rather than leaning back excuse me, rather and lean, rather, leaning back, a little, ensuring that his dick is firmly touching the pajana, excuse me, the vaginal walls. And you know, the woman she wiggles a little bit, moves kind of swiftly. And the man' penis is in a upward, his penis is uh, in an upward tilted position pressing against the G-spot and after a few minutes she uh, experienced powerful orgasm as this bit excuse me as this position also stimulates the clitoris remember to stimulate the G-spot you must always apply intense constant pressure to this at the same time a man simply you know going in and out like a piston that shit ain't going to work. So, uh, if, if you can find the G-spot, hit the G-spot, and prolong the fucking, um, for men, then the woman will have an orgasm that's both deep and long-lasting. Um, there's another interesting sexual position uh, that I read about. And it it's called a horse position. And this consists of a woman lying on her back. The man stands. Her heels, once again, are pressed against his chest. And he penetrates. And instead of thrusting and, you know, pushing himself in, he moves his penis by just simply inserting it into her, into her vagina. That's all he does. Just insert it in and stand still whereas she does most of the work but the thing is an experienced man understands where the G-spot is and a firm pressure will help his partner his mate get the provided get the desired results that she's looking for And that is it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Now, I had heard about the G Spot, knew about the G Spot, but I didn't know these details. And uh, the more I read, the more fascinating I find sex to be. You know, not just doing it, but understanding all that comes with it you know it's more than just business. it's more than just Mr. getting on top of ceiling and doing his business it's and and, and when I, I say that a lot Mr. getting on top of ceiling doing his business but <sighs> this is off topic <sighs> and I'm going to have a conversation about this too <laughs> It's one thing. for him to be in that point in his life, you have to look at it beyond him being selfish and not providing her, providing stealing Whoopi Goldberg with affection and love. Because at that time, he had to deal with the clan, he had to deal with taking care of his family, he had to deal with working. and taking care of the field, taking care of the kids, racism. So with all that going on, I don't think he had, the the, the, the more I look at it, he didn't have the energy or the the, gene in him to be the type of husband that she needed. He only knew how to survive to the next day. And it was like she got in when she fit in with him. And I'm not saying this right. I was thinking about that. I was reading something. And I heard someone say something. And I kind of like sat there and I thought about him. He wasn't just being selfish. He just had a lot of shit on his mind. Now, don't get me wrong. There was a part of him that was kind of fucked up uh, and selfish. It was a part, but he also <laughs> the thing is he was chasing Shil me though. <sighs> Shil gave him something that who can then give him so I'm gonna have to kill that argument because I, I I was thinking about that but then I forgot about Shil until just a few months ago. So yeah. <laughs> i leave that one alone because um, that's one of those conversations I think I, you know, when I start thinking outside the box, you know, I don't look at what's right in front of me. I look at what's around the corner, what's down the street, what's five miles away, you know, and then I try to piece everything together and, and see if it makes sense. And, me, and for me to try to bring up that argument or that that uh, piece of uh, film cinema and critique it it was uh, not going to work in my favor you know so I'm going to leave that alone but I am going to talk about that because we as men we deal with a lot you know and that doesn't give us a reason not to be childish or fucked up or cheaters or you know, um, all the negative things that um, that we have been tagged with. And there are some people who, there are some men who do these things, don't care, and they do them knowing that they're going to hurt you. Don't understand that I know that um, everything is not perfect, everybody's not perfect, and people have free will to be fucked up and cheat on people and and do foul shit, that's your choice. Now, the circumstance and the consequences that comes after that, you have to deal with just like you decide to, step off and get with someone else, you have to take it when it comes back on you. When you're caught, when someone addressed you about it, when you get kicked out of the house, all that. Because you had a choice not to do it, and you chose to do it. So, anything, anyway, I'm not really on the left side of the game right now, as far as my analogies and my thought process. Um, I want to say thank you for sitting here listening to me. Really appreciate it. Um, really trying to. Uh, do some other things, you know, as far as, you know, entrepreneur. You know. I am still blogging. So um what I do is I do my podcast from what I blog. Before I was just talking off the top of my head or just reading stuff. Now it's like I spend most of the week trying to come up with something and Trying to break it down and try to do like a like eight hundred to fifteen hundred word podcast on what I'm talking. I'm sorry, blog on what I'm uh, talking about on Saturday night. So um the um, blog website is sexually dash speaking digital. That's sexually dash digital. Sorry, name. Sexually dash speaking dot digital. Um, I think I got like four blogs up now. So once I finish this, it may not be tonight, maybe tomorrow, Monday. Try to get it up. And that way uh you can read it in its entirety. And that's pretty much everything I've talked about. But um, I have to write it. You know, in a blog format. um, Trying to do some other things as far as uh, story night or, you know, um, hump day. uh, Where I tell a story of my past um, or sit down and come up with a story. I'm trying to do something Wednesday and Saturday. You know? um, also, still working on this Facebook babe and uh, I keep uh, sending messages for a new password or you know trying to get through to my primary account. But they keep sending me a six digit code and it don't work so I can't get through and I get frustrated and I just kind of put to the side. But the thing is, social media is needed, but it's not, it's not my world because I have my website, I have my blog. Social media come in a distant third for me. And I think if it wasn't for my kids, I probably wouldn't know my kids and my grandkids, I probably wouldn't really be on it. But, but I mean, it helps to, you know, for the few people who do listen to me, it helps for me to let them know what I'm talking about. But uh, everybody pretty much know I do this on Saturday night at 8 o'clock. So um, until I can get my new path because what I'm trying to do is not start a new uh, profile. I don't want to do that, because that way I'll have to reach out to everybody else. In a way, my, my 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 profile was hacked on social media. So to reach back out to people, um, and me also say, be careful of who is um, sending you friend requests. If you know that you've been friends with someone, and you get that request from them again, before you accept them again send them a, a message and say hey you know you sent me a, a request to be my friend is this you or or you think I'm being hacked before you accept because once you accept them then nine times out of ten is a hack so it's, it's crazy that it's taking me two weeks to try to get back in Facebook but then you know like I said I've reached out to support and they haven't really responded back but it's cool you know um I'll be back. But like I said, I don't want to do another profile because I'm not going to reach back out to everybody and say, be my friend. You know what I'm saying? Because the way hacking that shit going on, everybody ain't going to be open-minded to doing that again. And I understand that. So, but if it don't happen, you can check out my blog or you can check out my podcast. Either one. Um, I think I'm going to do a poll. And ask what the listeners would want me to talk about, as far as um, the Wednesday night special, the Wednesday <laughs> the Wednesday night uh, show, um, because Wednesday night it's going to be different. It's going to be straight sex. Relationship, uh, all that other stuff is going to be straight sex. And if it's a problem with a Facebook, then I may have to do like a Patreon type of thing because um, a lot of these uh, platforms, they the thing is they wanna make money off of you. So they may try to dictate what you're saying, what you're doing, all like that. So I'm not gonna let nobody dictate what I say or what I do. So if it becomes a problem, then I'm just gonna do the Patreon thing. And if people fuck with me, they fuck with me. They don't, you know, it's cool. I'm still going to do what I got to do. But on that note, y'all, thank you for listening. I know I was yada, yada, yada talking, but uh, I guess I need to do it. But anyway, y'all have a good night. Take care of yourselves. Take your medicines, old old heads. (laughs) Drink plenty of water. Watch out for your kids. Watch out for crazy people out here in the world, man. Be safe. Make sure your shit is up to date as far as insurance, all that shit, and just be careful. And I'll talk to y'all next Saturday night. Peace.